I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here on a Sunday afternoon, a fun Sunday afternoon as Iowa Knocks off Northwestern 96 to 73. The number five Hawkeyes just had a day. Uh, that's as good as as you'll see this offense play. That's as much fun as you'll have watching a Hawkeye basketball game. Uh, just an absolute beatdown of Northwestern uh, after the first, what, 10, 12, 13 minutes where Iowa built the lead and then gave it up because giving up uh, wide open threes is not a good defensive strategy. And Northwestern was able to hit a bunch of those threes. Boo Booey had four threes, I think, in the first nine minutes or something like that. And at one point, Northwestern took a 29-28 to lead. That's when, according to everybody at the uh, the arena, Welsh Ryan Arena in, uh, in Evanston, Illinois, said that Fran McCaffrey went nuts on his team, uh, as he is wont to do from time to time, as he needs to do from time to time, and clearly needed to do that today. That... And, and kind of calling out of, of the lack of defense resulted in a 13 to nothing Iowa run, a run which essentially put the game away for the Hawkeyes. Um, and then the second half was really just kind of a, a boat race. Uh, it was a chase to see could Iowa get to 100. They ultimately did not. Could they win by 30? Again, they ultimately did not, but... They did a lot. They, they emptied the bench, got a bunch of guys in there, uh, saw some fun things from Tony Perkins and the like. Um, just a really, really fun game, a fun day, and uh, a great, especially after losing Thursday's game, not losing the game, obviously, but uh, losing out on the opportunity to watch that game. Iowa-Michigan State postponed due to Michigan State's COVID situation. Not sure if or when that game will be made up, um, but... Gave Iowa, you know, an extra few days off. But like I said on Twitter, it's not even like the reason I was so bummed when that game was canceled isn't because, you know, I really want to see Iowa beat Michigan State, which I do, or because, you know, I want to see Iowa improve its record or anything like that, which is all true, obviously. But the biggest thing is I just love watching this team play. It's so much fun. I saw several people, John Miller among them, on Twitter talking about. You know, this is going to ruin us for the rest of our lives as Hawkeye fans. We may never see see a team like this. Uh, it's really important that we kind of soak this up and enjoy it while we have it uh, because this is a, a really, really fun thing. It's a, a unique thing in my life to watch a team play like this. And uh, I don't know how long we'll have it, but I will appreciate each and every game that we get and, uh, and lament each and every game that we may not. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Looking through the box score quickly, Luca Garza held under 20 points for the second time this season. I believe the first time was also the Northwestern game. But this time wasn't because of anything Northwestern did offense or defensively against Garza. It was because Iowa was so dominant that Garza sat for the final 12 minutes of this game. He still had 17 points and 10 rebounds, a couple of assists, a couple of blocks. He was 7-12 from the field, 1-3 of three from 3 uh, and, you know, just had a, a, a nice Luca Garza game. You could have scored 30 if he if they needed him to. Ultimately, they didn't need him to. He's one of four of the starters who got into double figures today. Connor McCaffrey, the one that didn't, and you don't expect him to really ever. But we'll go to, to C.J. Frederick, who had been in, in a bit of a slump, hadn't been shooting a whole lot the last few games. Good to see him kind of break out of that a little bit here today. Not just a little bit. He broke out of that today. 13 points, 4 of 7 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3, uh, 3 assists for for C.J. And, and was involved more so than he had been in, in any of the recent games. So that was it was really good to kind of see him break, break out of that slump. Joe Wieskamp, 16 points. Six to six to ten from the field, two or three from three, and just a, another really good game from him all around. Three assists, four rebounds, um, just a, a, a nice game again from Joe. And Jordan Bohannon continued his kind of. I guess it's not a a streak or anything. Now it's just he's back. You know there is no continued or it's just okay. Bohannon is back. This is the guy that we expect to see uh, to play with the kind of swagger he does, the confidence he does. Uh, the ability to hit those transition threes like he did. He was uh, 3 of 5 from behind the arc, 4 of 7 from the field. Had a really nice kind of hesitation layup um, in the second half. 11 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds for Jordan Bohannon. And this team is a different team when he's playing like this. And if he can continue to just kind of be himself and play his game, if he's the guy that we knew his first three seasons in a Hawkeye uniform, I mean, this team is, I, I don't know how you stop them. Because we know what we're getting from Luca Garza, night in, night out. You get the same thing from him every time. If Bohannon can put up this every time, if he's consistent with, you know, hitting the threes he hits, running the offense the way he does, and then you have, I mean, like today, you had Wieskamp, Frederick, and Nunji all in double figures. You're not going to be able to beat this team when they're playing like this. Obviously, Northwestern, not a great team. This was their fifth loss in a row, sparked by Iowa's um, defeat of them a few weeks ago. And so... You don't want to make any, you know, too big of judgments out of anything here, but obviously, really, really good to see this team play this way. Connor McCaffrey, three points, four assists, four rebounds. Uh, another just solid game from Connor McCaffrey. What he does doesn't show up in the the stat line, but we appreciate it nonetheless. Jack Nunji, as I mentioned, twelve points. He was three of five from the field, one of two from behind the arc, five of six from the uh, free throw stripe. Just one rebound for him, but that didn't really matter. Offensively, he was he was huge. He corralled a really really nice pass to put back up. He was a big part of that thirteen to nothing run. Uh, came off the bench and gave Garza a breather. The two of them played together 
uh, for several minutes. And, and Nunji, when he's playing like that, when he's scoring like that, is such a huge thing off the bench. Keegan Murray, I mean, what more can we say about him? His eight points, two blocks, one steal, two assists, seven rebounds. Uh, perfect from the floor. 4-4 four, four from the floor. Had that really, really nice uh, play at the end of the half. The sequence at the end of the half. Again, a really nice uh, play from him at the end of the half. I posted on the Hawkeye Nation Twitter account uh, a play of him making a steal and then you know passing it up and it ended up to a lob to Wieskamp. Um, just a really fun sequence. And, and Keegan Murray just seems to be in the right place at the right time at all times and composed and he knows what he's supposed to be doing. Um, we talk about the game being too fast for some guys. I think we've seen that from Connor McCaffrey or Patrick McCaffrey rather for several times this season. The game is just a little too quick for him right now, and he he'll he'll get there. Uh, Keegan Murray, the game is not too fast for him. It seems like the game goes slow for him. Uh, just another great game from him. Speaking of Patrick, he had five points. Uh, Joe Toussaint, a nice game, five points. Uh, one steal, three assists, five rebounds, and um, just uh, another level of speed and, and energy that he brings. And then you had Tony Perkins, who had four points and a couple of really good-looking buckets. You had Aaron Euless with two points. You had everybody essentially get minutes. Chris Murray, Michael Bear, Austin, all these guys got in. Uh, to be able to empty your bench with like four minutes left in a Big 12, Big 10 road game, is uh, is pretty remarkable, and this team just does remarkable things, and that's why we are in the position we are um, here in, in the middle of January. So I say the position we are here in the middle of January, and what is that position? Well, that position is ranked number five in the country, and that will go up after Texas lost to Texas Tech earlier this week. I don't think anybody else in that top five lost, so I doubt Iowa will go up by more than one. In the AP poll, but they should certainly go up uh, one in the AP poll. Obviously, Michigan lost, but they were ranked below Iowa. They were seventh coming into this week. But that Michigan loss and a lopsided loss to Minnesota yesterday makes Michigan 6-1 of the conference, makes Iowa 6-1 of the conference. So that means your Iowa Hawkeyes are tied atop the Big Ten um, seven games in. That's pretty awesome. That's very, very cool. And uh, and it makes you think, it shows that Michigan can be beat, right? The way that they had been playing and the beatdown they put on Wisconsin, you started to kind of think, oh man, maybe they are the best team in the Big Ten, and and maybe they will be. Uh, you know, time will will tell on that. But as an Iowa fan, I don't fear Michigan at this point. And the way Iowa played today and and has played for a couple of weeks now, I don't fear anybody in this league. And I've been kind of looking at at Iowa's schedule with a big circle around that Friday game at Illinois in a couple of weeks. But you wonder now after lose again is the is that following game, that following Thursday against Ohio State, the kind of game we should have circled. Obviously there's a Michigan game, a couple of Wisconsin games as we get into February and March and, and all these games are going to be difficult to some degree. I say that as I as we're celebrating the you know twenty three-point road win, but um, those are kind of the two games in the middle of this schedule that, that you really have circled that at Illinois and home against Ohio State. The next couple of games this next week for Iowa should be a couple of wins. You, you're home against Indiana Thursday night. That's an 8 o'clock tip. You're home against Nebraska Sunday afternoon. That's a 1 o'clock tip. 
those are not just winnable games. Those are games that Iowa needs to win, should win, uh, can win, needs to win. If you're going to uh, compete at the top of this league, these are games that you win. Um, Indiana now 3-4 and four in the league uh, after their loss this last week. And uh, and Nebraska obviously 0-5. They're at the bottom of the, the Big Ten standings. So you got to like Iowa's chances to uh, to win the next couple here. And then, again, head into that, that big week, the Friday-Thursday where you don't have a game over that weekend. Um, so just two games over those next couple of weeks, but that's at Illinois and home against Ohio State, and those feel like um, really, really big games. You just got to get through these next couple. Just get through these next couple, win those, uh, and then we'll kind of see see what happens. But, man, this is so much fun right now. This team is living up to the expectations, the lofty expectations we all had for them. Um, when they were ranked in the top five and early in the season and the preseason, I wondered if if that if they were worthy of that ranking and, and how would we know if they were worthy of that ranking? When would we be able to tell? And obviously, you know, as we sit here several, a couple of months now into the season, yeah, Iowa is a top five team. Iowa might be better than that. They're not better than Gonzaga, at least not yet. Although I think they could beat Gonzaga in March if it comes down to that. I, 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 I'm not guaranteeing a win, but I wouldn't put it past them. Um, you know, Baylor is great. Iowa against anybody at this point. The way they're playing right now, um, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. Let's soak it all up. Let's let's drink it all in. Let's appreciate it while we have it. Let's appreciate things like the CBS music on a Sunday morning for a nationally televised game with our Hawkeyes. Man, this is uh, this is good, good stuff. And it's not just the Hawkeye basketball team anymore. And and the women are obviously doing big things. And everything Caitlin Clark is doing is amazing. Uh, but the wrestling season is now underway. A, a dominating win over Nebraska. And uh, I'm going to get into that a little bit this week. I'm going to have Cody Goodwin, who's the Des Moines Register's wrestling guru and, and knows the sport about as well as anybody in the state right now. Uh, I'm going to j- have him join me for a Hawkeye Nation podcast uh, where we will talk about Hawkeye wrestling and kind of the expectations for this team, the outlook for the rest of the season. I think we all know what the expectations are. It's a national championship. It got taken from us a year ago due to COVID. Uh, it's not going to happen again. I was going to, you know get back to where it's supposed to be, its rightful place atop the mountaintop of college wrestling. Uh, so I'll be talking to Cody Goodwin about that. We'll have this game covered from all angles with John Bonacamp and Rob Howe and Rick Brown. we got a lot of cool stuff going on at HawkeyeNation.com. We appreciate your support, and I appreciate you listening. Go Hawks! <laughs>